Right. Welcome, everyone, to Fazlift's podcast, episode 28. Today's uh, topic is going to be food fear-mongering, liars, and the incompetent in the fitness industry. Where's the harm? So I want to preface this by just talking about where I get a lot of my information from. Um, so today's podcast is going to be talking about misinformation, essentially. Um, and the danger of misinformation in the fitness industry. So in terms of who I consult with, I'm what most people refer to as an evidence-based coach. That means that I sort of straddle the uh, research and practical experience and tailor that to my individual clients. That's essentially it. It's a three-pronged sort of statement. Um, so I look at the research. Um, I match that with my own personal experience of what I feel has worked um, given the right criteria. So, you know, definite, like, you know, weight loss, definite muscle gain, all that kind of stuff. And then I match that to what my clients' needs are. Now, in terms of who I consult with, I have a couple of people who I would consult with. Uh, my coaches uh, from Team Stacking Plates, Adding Pins, Chester. Um, that's, yeah, I, maybe maybe one or two other people who I consult with online. But that's about it. There's There's no one else, certainly no one in Derby, who I would consult with on this type of stuff. Now, in terms of what has brought this about, there was some recent misinformation that came across my desk, and that's really what's been on my mind for the past few days and is why I wanted to do this podcast. Um, so recently, I, I was shown um, some information that a local PT is putting out, and uh, he's, a, he's a friend of a friend. Uh, and I was staggered at the misinformation which was which was coming out of this guy. Um, I was staggered at what I can only see as just a a really 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 misguided attempt at talking about uh, fitness issues, diet, training, all that kind of stuff. I mean, he was out there, and what it really kind of brought to light with me is people like myself, evidence-based coaches who look at actual concrete information. You know results statistics things that work research we are very very much outnumbered like probably one percent of the fitness industry 99 percent of the fitness industry are really just like this guy just full of bullshit who want to leave you hanging with vague statements and promises um and basically just take your money uh really just cowboys and don't really know what they're doing um so i was compelled to do this podcast today to talk a bit about that. Um, a large part of what these people do is they sell you vague statements, um, fear tactics, food fear mongering, um, vague statements to do with things that are out of your control for the most part, um, like toxins and, and detox that you need, blaming the environment for your troubles, saying that your hormones or the reason for you being overweight, saying that toxins are the reason for you being overweight, all this kind of like bullshit. Um, and I'm going to go into detail on why, on firstly, what a lot of these things are, you know, to, so you can identify if you, if you think, well, oh shit, Faz might be talking about my PT there for a second, then good, you know, listen to this and, and try and figure out, you know, is this your PT that I'm talking about? And then I'm going to explain why that's nonsense. So the first group is people who try and sell you uh, detoxes. A lot of people do this. There are a lot of resellers. Um, because there, there are a lot of large 
sort of companies out there who uh, sell detox kits. And the majority of people who you know on your Facebook who are selling detoxifiers are basically reselling these. So they purchase those off the company and then they resell them and they pass them on, try and make a profit in that sense. Now, the reason that detoxifiers are basically bullshit is, you know, they've been tested like in labs. Like if there was something which is going to work to detox your body, like we would know what it is. Do you want to know what the biggest detoxifier is in your body? It's your liver. Now, if your liver needs help to detox you, or your kidneys need help to detox you, you're going to be in the hospital. Just let that sink in for a second. Like, if your PT is trying to sell you something to help your body detox itself, if that were actually true, that would be a medical emergency. And the lemon tea that he's trying to sell you is not going to help at that stage. Okay, you would be at death's door. If your liver craps out on you, it's an emergency. Okay? So detoxes don't work. Certainly nothing you can buy off Facebook for 10, 20, whatever pounds that they, these people are charging you. It's just the same as chucking the money down the drain. Now, if your PT, if you're sat there thinking, holy crap, my PT has tried to sell me detoxes or my PT sells detoxes, and then you think to yourself, well, yeah, but you know what? He's a good guy and he trains me well. Just just sit back for a second and just morally think what kind of person this person Just morally think what kind of person he is. He's selling stuff which he knows is completely useless. And if he doesn't know, that's even worse. Then he's not just a liar, he's incompetent as well. So he's selling stuff which is entirely useless. And he's making money off people via lies and misinformation. Just let that sink in for a second. And that's your PT, who you trust to do a good job on you. Just let that sink in. Are you comfortable with that? Um, so that's the first group. And as I've explained, that doesn't really work in reality. Okay. I, mean, you think, I think the first uh, case of people selling detoxifiers was I think about 50 years ago, something like that. Um, I, I read about it somewhere anyway, but it's, you know, it's a fairly recent within the last 100 years. What, what do you think people were doing prior to that? when it was a lot harder to keep food fresh. Yeah. People go to people talk about organic all the time, but geez, if you ever saw food a hundred years ago, like you wouldn't want it. Organic doesn't, uh, doesn't always mean, uh, you know, juicy and healthy and all that kind of stuff. Like food a hundred years ago, there was a reason why people died early. Uh, and there was a reason why very few people were overweight. You know, food was quite hard to come by and it went off very quickly. You didn't have the same farming practices or storage capacity practices like we do now. So what do you think people were doing for the last 2,000 years? What do you think people were doing prior to that? You know, did they have detoxifiers? Did they need those? And if we're going to start blaming the environment, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but um, that's also part and parcel of this circle of bullshit too. But the bottom line is there's nothing, no evidence to suggest that the body needs help detoxifying itself. And if it does, in that situation, it's a medical emergency and you will be in hospital or you'll be dead probably within the next day. Okay, so let's just get that out there right now and then reflect on the type of person who would sell that as a means of making money for themselves. And let's see if you think that's okay. All right, so that's the first group of people. And, and my response, second group of people is people who blame hormones or toxins on you being overweight. 
Now we know for a fact now that people who are obese, they do tend to have hormonal levels which are a little bit out of whack. However, they, they're not overweight because their hormones are out of whack. Their hormones are out of whack because they're overweight. There's a big difference. Like if, if you all of a sudden put on a lot of weight and you keep that weight on for like a good year or so, your body's health will start to deteriorate and your hormones will start to go messy. Like that's what happens. But that's a result of you being overweight. You're not overweight because your hormones are out of whack. You're not overweight because you have toxins in your blood. Now this, I found this out recently because a very close friend of mine put something up and she's, she's currently, she's going through the menopause and she put something up on Facebook about something to do with this woman, this charlatan, this liar who was selling a secret to, to, for menopausal women, um, talking about, um, you know, how to cure the sort of menopausal, like the, the, how, to, how to cure getting fat basically via the menopause. Um, and this woman, again, was doing the same kind of scare tactics and sort of pointing towards these vague, um, you know, contact me for more information type of posts, which is essentially her just basically a sales pitch. And uh, I found that, uh, I, I actually got I actually got pretty pretty annoyed about that. So annoyed to the point where I wrote something on my friend's Facebook and I said, look, you know, don't listen. I will discuss all this with you. I, was, I wasn't annoyed at my friend, by the way. I was annoyed at this woman who was trying to sell my friend misinformation. Because I was annoyed at her because she was preying on my friend's insecurity and fear of the menopause by trying to sell her stuff, which doesn't work. Again, let that sink in for a second. You've got people out there who are taking advantage of women going through the menopause. It must, it must be a scary time. I couldn't possibly relate. It must be a massively scary time going through the menopause. And you've got people out there who are trying to take advantage of that by selling them stuff, which doesn't work. Now, how how do we sit back and say, well, that's okay. She's just trying to make a living for herself or she's not doing any harm. Well, she is though. She is because she's selling the products which aren't going to do anything and potentially are going to distract that woman, including my friend, from doing what she needs to be doing to actually make herself feel better. And if if nothing else, the menopause is is, is going to happen for women, okay? There is going to be an adjustment period and you are going to feel different afterwards trying to sell people false hope to say, I can fix that for you just so you can take 20 quid from their pocket to line yours. It's disgusting. So that's one thing that I want to point out. Another thing I want to go back to is talking about hormones being out of whack because you're overweight. Um, we know from numerous studies now, like pretty much the entire body of evidence shows that if you lose weight, if you lose fat, you're going to get healthier bottom line. Okay. Now, there was a, uh, a really famous um, kind of like little research project that a, d a doctor from America did where he lost something like 18 pounds of, of fat over a period of, I don't know, three months, whatever it was. And all he did was he just ate junk food. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so he wanted to prove that it was basically calories in versus calories out. Now, he, proved, he ended up proving two things. One, which is kind of obvious. Uh, to me at least it might not be obvious to some people but one is he was in a calorie deficit so he lost weight and that's great and I can already hear these scam liar PTs you know who listen to this podcast thinking yeah but what was his health like well I'll tell you what his health was like his health markers all improved because he lost weight okay so there's your answer his health markers all improved because he lost weight eating junk food now I'm not suggesting everyone eats junk food but the point is 
you've completely negated this idea that it's what you eat and it's your hormones which are making your health go out of whack okay because all his hormonal profile improved all his health markers improved because he lost the weight so if it was his hormones making him overweight then how does that work explain that it doesn't he his hormonal profile, his health improved because he lost the weight. In the same way that it's not your hormones which are causing you to be fat, it's the fact that you're fat, which means that your hormones are out of whack. All right? On that note as well, I'm going to just mention briefly, because this same person talked talking about toxins as well. And toxins being the toxins from modern society being the reason that you're overweight. This is another kind of boogeyman scare tactic that these people use. They, they talk about vague toxins which are, which are causing you to be fat. Like everything that's in the air we breathe, in the water we drink, in the food you eat, in, the, in everything, okay? Just making you scared of just being, of living in modern society. That's what these people do. That's how they take advantage of you. Ask these people specifically two questions. One, specifically what, what toxins do they mean? Name some. Name some. And if they can name toxins that they're talking about, so if they manage to pull out some like scientifically sounding names, ask them for a research study which shows the dose of that toxin. Ask them. Because we, we all know that the, the, the poison is in the dose. Like you can, you can kill yourself with an overdose of water, okay? <laughs> it doesn't mean water's poisonous, does it? It's the dose. Ask them for a research study which shows conclusively that that item they've said in the dose, which is present in modern day food, is actually gonna kill them. Ask them that. They will not be able to give you that answer because it's not true. Again, these people are trying to take advantage of you. They're trying to make you scared. And by making you scared, they can sell you products which don't work. Finally, we've got people who sell meal replacement shakes, kind of like Herbalife and all these other smaller companies, which I don't want to give any airtime to. My big response to that is, is it sustainable? Any good diet coach will tell you that fat loss for the long term is about habits. It's about changing your habits. It's about being a person who's more active. It's about being a person who has an eye on how much food they're eating. That's what it's about. Okay. And that's going to involve some tracking. For the, for the majority of people, some form of tracking. I'm not suggesting it always has to be calorie tracking. I'm not suggesting it always has to be macro tracking, but it has to be some sort of tracking to stay accountable, okay? It has to be something which is outside of just a subjective feeling of I'm feeling full or I'm not feeling full. It has to be something objective. Okay? So my, my reply to people who sell meal replacement shakes is, well, how is it sustainable? You can, there's I've said, most of every single, every single one of my clients has heard me say this. There's no skill in scar in starving someone down to their goal body weight. There's no skill in that at all. Okay. You can take someone, you can starve them down to their goal body weight. It makes it, it, it isn't impressive. It doesn't impress me at all at all. If you take someone down to a shredded condition and they are feeling healthy doing so, that's a win. And if they maintain that, sort of loosely maintain that body weight, you know, maybe a little bit of leeway here and there, that's a win. People who sell meal replacement shakes, what are, what are they basically saying? They're saying, yeah, we're going to get you down to your goal body weight. And then for the next 50 years, you're going to carry and eat these shakes. And that's your sustainable lifestyle. It's a lifestyle 
it's a lifestyle. Yes, we're selling lifestyles here. No, you're not. You're selling fucking meal replacement shakes. So great, fantastic, you know, meal replacement shakes. Uh, and some, some of these, they, take, they really, really take the mick. They sell like little, little chocolate bars as well. So they're like, hey, great, look at this. You can have a meal replacement shake and a chocolate bar. Wow, what diet plan lets you have that? Well, any like non-stupid diet plan will let you have that actually because you just count your calories and put it in. And again, these, diet, these chocolate bars are all sold by the company, so they're massively overmarked, huge profit margin on these. And again, that's another thing that these people will use to scare you into parting with your money. Finally, I want to talk about people who talk about good food versus bad food. Um, a ton of PTs talk about this. I still consider it to be really, really, really misguided. Now, if we're talking in a general sense and somebody has a conversation about bodybuilding and talk about like clean foods, okay, I'm, I'm fine with that. Okay, that's good. Like, whatever. We, we kind of roughly know what people mean. So, okay, I'm not going to be so pedantic. That I'm going to go, well, actually, that's not a, you know, whatever. But when the entire post is about saying eat good food, eat clean food, eat nothing but that, you've, there's, some, there's some alarm bells which need to be rung here. Because look, if you have a list in your head, if you've been programmed to have a list in your head, if your PT says to you, you've had a list in your head about, about good food versus bad food, and you don't have any idea about counting calories, your strategy is one of avoidance. That's basically what we call it. It's an avoidance strategy. You can't, you can't use an avoidance strategy forever. So what are you going to do the moment that you take a bite out of the bad menu? Most of the time, people who see life in black or white once they go over to the other side, that's it. They just chomp right the way through it. Once <clears throat> they sort of open up that dam, that's it. The water comes flooding in and they eat every possible thing. So if you've been told that, let's see, I, well, I was, <laughs> was going to try and name some junk food that I like. There's no junk food that I particularly like because, again, I eat whatever I want, whenever I want because I don't have a bad relationship with food. But let's say, uh, I don't know, let's say you really like Snickers bar, okay? Your PT's like, no Snickers bar. That's going to become in your head after a while. It's like, I want a Snickers bar, I want a Snickers bar, I want a Snickers bar. PT's like, no, 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 it's bad, it's bad, 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 can't have it. What's going to happen as soon as you have a small bite of that Snickers bar eventually? You're going to eat the Snickers bar, you're going to eat the four-pack that comes with it, you're going to eat the six-pack that comes in that, you're going to get everything else in your bad cupboard because you probably have a bad cupboard because, let's face it, it's good food versus bad food, right? Yeah? So that's what I'm talking about with the bad relationship with food. Soon, as you start talking those in that way, what you're doing is you're putting a bad, you're putting the seeds of a bad relationship with food into people's heads. Because listen, avoidance, avoidance strategy is not something you can keep up forever. You need to teach people how to be flexible with their diets, not have this dot, constantly talk about good foods and bad foods. So I've gone through quite a few different categories of things and, and my refutals and my rebuttals. Okay. Now, any one PT might may well and they usually are doing all of these mistakes at once okay this is from what i know there are very few pts that i know in person who actually take time to just stop and think about what the hell they're actually doing they just go along with it as sort of you know they, they do all of these if they do one they tend to do all of them and even the pts aren't a lot of them go well what's the big deal why, why are you making such a big deal out of fans and i've told you the reason is because these people are taking advantage of their clients they're making them scared to rip them off and I'm going to share with you an example of two people that I know in person who have crappy PTs. I'm going to tell you about the results and, and what's, what's been going on with them. So there's one girl I know, she's been getting coached by this guy for about three or four years now. Um, and she's still overweight. She's still very, very unhappy with her body. 
Okay, she's single, she's divorced, I think, and she's unhappy with her body. Okay, now her a large part of her confidence comes from her body. Okay, and she has she has no body confidence. She has no confidence at all. So we're not just talking about a small thing here. We're talking about a major life thing. Like she's she's not confident in herself because she's not confident in her body. Okay. Now what this guy's been doing with her has been for the past three or four years, he's been given a coaching. Okay, you know, once or twice a week. So she's been spending 25, 50 quid a week. So let's say a couple of sessions. Let's say, let's be generous and say one session a week. So let's say, let's say 30 quid. Okay. Times by four weeks, 120. Times up by 12. So you got about a grand and a half. Times up by three. So let's say on average about between, yeah, I'd say about four and a half at a minimum, four and a half grand at a minimum over the last three years she spent on this guy. And she's still overweight. She's still desperately unhappy with her body. And I asked her, I said to her, because I didn't know any of this. This, is, this all came out afterwards. And I said to her, look, um, you know, what do you know about calorie tracking? Just something, you know, something basic like that. So what do you know about calorie tracking? She said, I don't know anything about it. Never, never track calories. I don't do that. I just eat clean. Said, oh, okay. How's that, how's that working for you? Well, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say how that were, how's that working because obviously I know how that's working for her. She's desperately unhappy. It's not working very well. So in three years, he scammed her for five grand and she knows nothing about actually cutting calories. I said to her, okay, fine, let's take a different tactic. Let's look at um, activity levels. Do you know roughly how many steps you're doing per day? So do you know how active you are? She says, no, no, I don't. I just do step classes two or three times a week. I was like, okay, great. And in my head again, I was thinking, wow, how's that working out for you? So she doesn't know about anything to do with her overall activity levels. Nothing whatsoever. All she knows is she'll try and eat clean whatever that means she'll go to a class a couple of times a week and she thinks in her mind she's doing enough because that's what she's been told listen you're doing everything you can you're doing everything you can great and she's still desperately unhappy with her body like part part of this is me giving a fairly extreme example to kind of wake people up but another part of me is thinking isn't that fucking sad isn't that sad and, you know, there's, there's going to be people listening to this thinking, well, oh, fuck, Faz is just going off on a rant. You know, they might disagree with me even bringing it up. They might go, well, you know, look, a guy's just trying to make a living for himself. But look at what he's doing. Look at the consequence of that. He's selling this woman BS. And listen, you don't get time back, right? Those three years of her life where, where she could have been straightened out in a few months, she's not getting that time back. This might affect her relationships in the future. This might affect her love interest in the future because she wouldn't be, she's maybe not confident enough to actually go for a relationship. She's maybe not confident to feel like herself in a relationship. This might affect her prospects at work. This might affect every single part of her being. This might be the reason why she walks around miserable all day. I know I'm being a little bit dramatic here. I get that, but it's a contributing factor. We've all been there. We've been unhappy with our bodies. She definitely is. And all he's doing is scamming her out of money and ripping her off. And that's okay. Tell, you know, tell me to shut up if you want, but is that okay? I don't think it's okay. And it's fine when you're 25 and you're young and you, whatever you do is going to get you results. Like, it's great. You're a PT, fantastic. You know, you're, you've always been skinny. You've always been lean. You've always had abs. It's, it's, it's worked for you. It's not working for her. I'll tell you another example. So a girl who's a, who's a friend of mine. I've, I've said this before as well. I've said this example before. She was with the PT for about three or four years. Um, 
she fortunately doesn't have any sort of body issues. She looks a lot better these days because she's actually doing some decent training. But in all the time that he, he had trained her over three or four years, never once taught her how to squat properly, never once taught her how to deadlift properly, capped her squat weight at 40 kilos because apparently, you know, you don't want to get too big. She had hardly any kind of decent muscle tone. She didn't even really look like she worked out. And that was three years just giving him money. But a lot more than that, four grand as well. She was with him probably twice a week. So probably more like six to eight grand, just wasted. There you go, just wasting an Audi on that guy. <laughs> just basically basically paid that guy a second-hand Audi for doing fuck all. And that's cool, is it, I guess? Great. I mean, he's just making a living, right? Yeah? He's just, you know, he's doing his best, isn't he? So it's okay, right? Yeah? Is, is it okay? Is that what we're saying? Is that the general consensus? Because I don't think so. I don't think it's okay. So I wanted to do this podcast today to talk a bit about some of the bullshit that you see in the fitness industry, uh, talk about food fear mongering, talk about liars, talk about just the plain incompetent and uh, where the harm is in that. So that's my rant. Let me know what you think. Thanks for tuning in. Speak soon.